It's the Gardner-Webb Coaches Show Podcast, presented by Alpha Graphics South Charlotte, the premier custom printing, marketing, and signage company located in the heart of Charlotte. Visit alphagraphicssouthcharlotte.com. Here's your host, Phil Constantino. Turn of the calendar to 2024 means the turn of the basketball schedule to conference play. And we welcome back to the Coaches Show podcast, the head men's basketball coach in his 11th season here at Gardner-Webb, Tim Kraft. Tim, welcome back. Thank you. Hey, good to be here. Happy New Year. Our conversation on the Gardner-Webb Coaches Show podcast is, as always, presented by Alpha Graphics South Charlotte. Family owned and operated for over 25 years, Alpha Graphics South Charlotte has been the premier printing company and design solution serving the Charlotte market. Owner and operator Rich Schepler brings over 35 years of industry experience to the table, and his team of marketing and communications experts can help you expand your brand. Visit alphagraphicsouthcharlotte.com. That's alphagraphicsouthcharlotte.com, or call 704-849-9292. That's 704-849-9292. So, Tim, non-conference play ends at VCU. Before we talk about the game and uh, the recent run of close games that you've had against some marquee competition, that atmosphere at the Siegel Center on a holiday break, wow. Impressive, right? I mean, really impressive. Uh, Just the whole whole operation. Um, But, man, what a a crowd. Uh, The band was rocking. Um, You know, other than, than the Arkansas game, Right, it was probably the best uh, that that we saw all year. Uh, so yeah, it was a special place, man. It's a it's a it's a gr- was a great environment. As the head coach, I, I I would think that one of the joys of the job is the feeling of walking into an atmosphere like that on game day. And we talked a little bit about how the atmosphere can affect the flow of the game. But what, what's going through your mind as the head coach when you walk out of the locker room? You lead your team. Uh, up the sideline, and you lead your team off the bench out on the court. What's that like being in an environment like that? It's exciting. You know, it's exciting. It's it's the opportunity you want as a coach for your team. And when we recruit players, we talk to them about taking them to those type of venues and giving them the chance to play against some of the best programs and best, um, you know, environments in college basketball you know and that and we you know we try to deliver on that promise and so it's just exciting it's it's always a great opportunity uh you walk out there it's a great feeling and you know you're you're excited for your guys to get the chance to compete do you remember the first environment like that as a head coach you maybe stepped into yeah my first game uh was at xavier uh opening game and um as a head coach that was the first one walking in walking into there and uh centos center uh, big up in time, Cincinnati, big time spot, yeah, big time spot. So, yeah, I thought VCU, it, w- it was impressive. It's over seven thousand on, uh, like you said, uh, a couple days after Christmas. By now, for you, your years as an assistant coach, your years as a head coach, those environments, I assume, rather normal. You're you're used to ten, fifteen, even twenty thousand fans screaming at you, booing you, and hoping that you lose that night. What do you think it's like for your players? Because that is very different sometimes. Uh, there's a big difference between going to the Templeton Center at Presbyterian and going to Bud Walton Arena in Fayetteville, Arkansas, like yeah. we did on the first day of the season. 
Well, I think they love it. You know, I think the players love that. I think that's what they work their whole lives to get the opportunity to play in those type of places. And, um, you know, the, some of the younger guys can maybe be a little bit shell-shocked initially um, when it's when it's their, you know, first time in, in a place like that. Uh, but, uh, you know, your veteran guys, they're, they're used to playing uh, those type of games and have done it throughout their career. And, uh, I mean, they look forward to it. And and it's 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 a it's something that you know they 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 love. I mean, they love as players to to go into those environments and get a chance to to compete. This year's team, you got a string of close losses. Mm-hmm. Um, the schedule, though, just ridiculously difficult. And you were telling me yesterday some of the numbers on on just how tough the schedule has been. So how tough has this? You're 11 years. It seems like it might be. The toughest in your time at Gardner Webb. How tough is the non-conference schedule? Been yeah, this year? no, it was really it's a, it's a, it was a really hard schedule. I, I don't know. We've played a lot of uh, difficult non-conference schedules, so I, I don't know if, if it's the hardest or not. You know, met by the metrics. You know, today as of today is the thirty seventh. Um, you know, ranked thirty seventh in terms of strength of schedule. So you know, every team uh, it was you know, especially with the ones we played on the road. Um, and and the neutral site in Canada, you know, five or six teams picked to win their leagues, um, and and you know not only good teams but but hard places to play and um, you know it was just one of those years. I mean, we tried to play. Uh, we, we scheduled some. We knew when we scheduled some of the programs, they were going to be really good, right? Like Arkansas and Baylor, you knew were going to be in the top twenty, and um, VCU and Akron. Uh, we, we, we assumed would probably be picked to win their leagues. Uh, but then, you know, some of the, the other uh, people you schedule, you're not sure how the, how good they're going to be. And in, in Canada, uh, you don't necessarily know who you're going to get in, t- in the event in the Atlantic Slam, and all three teams were picked to win their leagues. Uh, so it, 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 it was a, a super challenging schedule, and, uh, and it was great. It was great. You know, our record isn't uh, what you would want it to be. You know, you'd love to have more wins. Um, but what what a great challenge that we just went through in the last two months. And the adversity you face as a team is um, if you handle it the right way, it's going to bond you together. It's going to make you a better team. And we just had some great experiences over the last two months. And, again, a lot of them were heartbreaking. Um, we played, you know, five games or seven games, seven games, uh, that were decided in the last minute, and and two and five was our record in those games. So, um, you know, a lot of the 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 moments were were heartbreaking, um, but man, those those moments challenge you uh, as a team, and um, you learn from those, and you go closer to those, and from those, and and so I think it was uh, just a great non-conference for us in terms of 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 that. You know that that ability to be able to have to face adversity and learn from it. So I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Glad. You know it was tough and it was challenging, and you know now we're ready to roll here for uh, game number one in the Big South. I've gathered that being around the team in travel at practices before and after games that okay you've lost four straight games, but it's App State, Chattanooga, Akron, VCU. You're five and ten overall. It's not the record you'd like. You'd like to pick off a couple more of those. Uh, but given how difficult this schedule is, and given the fact that you've been 
really competitive in all of those games. I mean, App State, you let them at halftime. Chattanooga down to the wire. Akron goes to overtime. Uh, VCU, you're down three players to injury, and you still made a game of it, cut it to 10 late, had VCU a little bit anxious there at times in the second half. I gathered that this is a team that is handling it the right way. But it could also very easily go the wrong way, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So where do you feel this team is emotionally at? Because it does feel like, despite the record, despite the recent skid and some of the close results, that they're confident to come Big South play versus like competition. They're going to be back in the mix. Yeah, I mean, we just got a group that's really resilient. Um, and you can see that, like, within a game. You know, there's been a lot of games uh, that we've been down big and – been able to 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 storm back and and take the lead and um, so so this is a really resilient group. Um, we got um, a lot of high character guys that are um, committed to one another. Um, they believe uh, they believe in themselves. They believe in their teammates. They believe in our program and how we do things in our culture and. Um, and, you know, they, they, they just I, – I really do. We've got, you know, the, the guys in our locker room and our staff, they just – we believe that if we continue to work really hard and care and love one another and treat each other the right way that uh, – and just, you know, attack the next challenge in front of us and f- stay focused on the process of becoming a great team, that the results are, are going to come. And, um, you know, you don't always know when those pos- – or the, the positive results, you know. You don't always know when the positive results are going to show up. But what we can control um, in basketball and in life is the way that we attack um, everything that's in front of us that we can control. So we've got a great uh, focus on that. And, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it's what – it's the reason why I believe that, you know, we can win a lot of games here in, in conference play. Have you had to do any emotional coaching? You said it's a team that's resilient. It's a team that's right, got the right mindset. It is a veteran team. Most of them have been with you at least for one year. The same core that you had last year is the same core you have this year. But have you had to do any maybe extra emotional yeah. coaching through this I, stretch? I mean, absolutely. And, and, and that's every season. You know, I mean, that's every season. Um, we're all – you know, finite people that are, you know, have goals and dreams and things aren't always going to go our way. And so, you know, we're trying to, we got, you know, 18 to 25 year old guys in the locker room that we're trying to help uh, manage the emotions and the stress and the, 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 the difficulties when they don't succeed. Um, so you, you, you always have that. Even, even if you are, you know, even if we were 10 and 5 instead of 5 and 10 you're always going to have uh individually um you know just uh working with guys to um you know stay focused and 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 you know point out the positive in every situation um but it does get harder when you when when you lo- when you're you're 5 and 10 you know it does get harder so you know just because we've played a really challenging schedule and We've played teams that um, a lot of people around the country wouldn't expect us to win. You know, we still expect to win those games, and our players still expect to win those games, and they expect to have success. And so, um, when you don't, you know, necess- you don't necessarily achieve the success you were hoping for, expecting, um, you definitely have to uh, manage uh, 
you know, emotions and, and egos and all of us, you know, all of us have to have to go through those ups and downs. But, um, you know, that's part of the job. That's part of being a coach and probably the biggest part of the job um, is, is making sure our mindsets are where they need to be and we're focused on the right things. Um, and, uh, you know, I feel good about, uh, the, again, I feel good about the guys in our locker room. Let's talk about the Big South because this also might be the best the conference has been in your 11 years right. in the league. High Point is your first opponent this upcoming Saturday up at the Cabayan Center in High Point, January 6th. They're ranked in the mid-major top 25. They have a mm-hmm. first-year head coach, new roster. They hit the portal hard. And High Point, who in previous years, that wasn't necessarily a game that a lot of Big South teams were worried about, could be the best team in the league. For sure. And you yeah. have them first. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you said it. I mean, the the league has, you know, for, in terms of looking at the non-conference scores and where the net rankings are, when you look at the metrics, we're, our, the Big South right now is 17th out of 33 conferences, which is the highest that I've ever seen us ranked. Where are you usually, the we're, conference? We're usually like in the low 20s. Okay. Um, that sounds about you right. Know, somewhere between 20 and 25. Um but to be ranked ahead of a lot of leagues um, that uh, you you know rarely are we ever ahead of maybe never um, so so you know the other coaches in the league uh, the players in the league have really done a great job in the non-conference we got a lot of teams that have great records uh, High Point is one of those they get the highest net ranking in the league um, they're right around a hundred which you don't see a lot you don't see a team in our league uh, very often. That's that's you know around a hundred in the net, and we have we have a few that are right there. High Point, I think Longwood's right after them, and and Radford's and Winthrop are right there. Um, so uh, it, it's been a uh, you know the coaches in the league done a great job recruiting, done a great job developing their players. Uh, Coach Huss, um, you know they they restructured their whole roster. Uh, they just did a great job in the off season. Um, and they got some some great players, uh, and, and then they're they're doing a heck of a job coaching them. So it'll be a great challenge. It's always an awesome place to go in and play. Big South tournament uh, will be there at High Point this year, so you know we get a chance to play in that arena. Um, so it, it's going to be uh, an exciting challenge for our team. Another broadcaster in the league posed this to me the other day, that he feels that this is the best chance that the Big South has had at getting two teams into the tournament. Now, I think that's probably still quite far-fetched. I don't, I don't think that's possible. Uh, but could it be the closest to that? Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe from the time that I've been in the league, you know, like like I think Greg Marshall's Winthrop teams, um, you know, where I think he was – their teams were like a 12 seed. Pat Kelsey had one of those maybe two, I 11. think. Maybe 11. Yeah. Uh, so um, – but but I mean you're talking about like again like to be you know whatever high point is 102 103 they'd have to be in the top 60 to even yeah, be considered that's right yeah. that's right uh, so so you're still not close to that but what you're what you are gonna see is you know the champion from the Big South have a chance to get a a higher seed in the tournament than normal um, you know whether that's a 12 or 13. Uh, you know, we've been there before, but um, I think that's what you're going to see because we've uh, perf- teams have performed so well um, in the non-conference. 
It also seems to me like with some of the losses of membership in the conference, the league's down to nine teams, people tend to focus on the negative of that, but the positive is on the men's basketball side that, well, the nine that are left are the traditional men's basketball powerhouses. Mm-hmm. They haven't lost one of the traditional powerhouses. There are going to be no off days if you look at it from that perspective. Do you right. look at that at all? Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody – everybody's going to be good. But, you know, that, that's, it's been like that. I mean, never – and I think most conferences across the country, I mean, every league game is hard. You know, league play, and, it's, and you know, it's going to be important for me to get the message to our team too so they understand um, that, uh, you know, as tuss, tough as our non-conference schedule is, like conference play is really hard. What's different? Familiarity, well, yeah. the intensity, the importance, what's different? All of that, all of that. Um, the, 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 the scouting is, is better when you get into the league, typically. Um, as you said, it, the familiar, familiarity with um, the players in the league. Um, the, obviously, Coach Huss is a new coach, but, um, you know, the styles of play, uh, the systems that, uh, you know, returning coaches have coached against. Um, you've seen the teams play a lot more. So there's more available in terms of scouting. Um, so, so like the preparation um, is is just at a higher level. I think for every conference when you get into league play, and so uh, it's always really hard. Um, the the importance of every game, uh, as you said, the intensity level uh, that that brings um, just makes conference play so so exciting, and um, we got to be ready for that on Saturday. I don't want to jinx it, but I do want to give Gardner-Webb fans listening to this podcast some hope. You have now coached 10 full seasons prior to this year as the head coach here at Gardner-Webb. Um, usually with what you have to play in the non-conference, under 500 first half of the year, you have never been under 500 in conference play. Your team is always in the mix no matter what happens before the calendar turns. Did you know yeah. that? I did. I did know okay. that. Yeah, I did know that. Um, I did know that. Um, so, and, and I think we got a good team. I think we got you know all those different teams that we had that um, have finished in you know in the top three or four of the league. Um, like this team is every bit as good, and um, has has the type of character and resiliency and um, you know togetherness. I think that all those other teams did as well. Um, and so, you know, I think the league is great. I think the league is great, but, but I think we got a good group and a, and a group that despite our record, I, I do think really has a belief in itself. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a, going to be a 2024, uh, in the big South is going to be really, really exciting. Conference play for the Gardner-Webb basketball programs begins on this upcoming Saturday, January 6th. Women are at home, 1 p.m. tip. Your team, Tim, the men are on the road. Complete 16-game double-round-robin schedule. You play everybody twice. That means you have eight home games remaining starting with January 10th versus Charleston Southern. For tickets, GWUsports.com. That's GWUsports.com for Gardner-Webb basketball tickets. Tim, good luck in conference play. We'll see you out there. Thanks for the time. Thank you very much. That's Tim Kraft. He's the head coach of the Gardner-Webb men's basketball team, and this has been the Gardner-Webb Coaches Show podcast presented by Alpha Graphics South Charlotte.
The Gardner-Webb Coaches Show Podcast is a presentation of the Running Bulldogs Sports Network. Any reproduction, retransmission, or other use of this podcast without the express written consent of Gardner-Webb Athletics is strictly prohibited. Announcers are selected by Gardner-Webb University. You've been listening to the Gardner-Webb Coaches Show Podcast presented by Alpha Graphics South Charlotte.